you know, it's almost trite to say that, that pickleball is a is a phenomenon. But the other morning, during morning drive, Kurt Lewis at 7 o'clock in the morning with when it was 35 degrees outside was in Uptown and people are outside playing pickleball. It's good exercise and it's also good business for Mark Cundysack. He's the president, owner, and founder of Next Court. They build basketball courts and tennis courts and bocce ball courts. And Mark, I'm guessing a whole lot of pickleball courts right now. Lately, yes. It's uh, crazy how this sport has reappeared. We've been promoting the game of pickleball since 1989. Uh, it's one of the sports we've always promoted as one of the games you can play on a backyard game court. And no one really knew what it was all these years, and no one really picked up the game. And now um, it's we're painting pickle line, pickleball lines on every court we build. Uh, it's it's what people want. It's what uh, it's what's driving our business right now. So are they repurposing like tennis courts and other things for pickleball? One hundred percent. You'll have a, a HOA community tennis court that they either want to add two to three to four pickleball courts to those, or completely get rid of the game of tennis and go all pickleball. <laughs> what are the dimensions? I mean, can you get? More than one pickleball court on a tennis court? I would guess so. Yes, you can. You can get uh, three comfortably, uh, and four would be the max. Four pickleball courts uh, on one tennis court. So where's the business? Are many people putting these in their homes? I mean, if it's a fairly small footprint, you don't need as much space as a, as a tennis court. I would guess that residential might be a better market. Residential has always been strong for us. Uh, it drove our business in the early years. Um, 100% of the courts we were building were in backyards. And now that's leveled off to where it's about 50-50. Uh, 50% of the courts that we build are commercial and 50 are residential. And you are right. Um, the courts that we're building now, the square footage, because of pickleball, the square footage of the courts that we're building are actually smaller than they were two, three, and five years ago um, because the size of the court that's required for a pickleball is about a 30 by 60. I just and your playing lines are a 20 by 44. You know, I had never heard of this. I bet two or three years ago, somebody mentioned they were playing pickleball and I smirked because it's, you know, it's kind of a funny name. But I never, right. I know I'd never heard of it. And I was just researching this thing. Pickleball was founded in 1965. And you've been putting in courts sporadically since when, the 90s? Uh, 1991 is when I started doing this full-time. Um, uh, so my first backyard court was in 1991. Do you have any, any sense of how many you've put in? Uh, thousands. Um, we're averaging about 100 courts a year right now, both on the residential and commercial. So is it, what's the surface? Is it just concrete or, or is it some sort of special surface that you put in? Well, we've been a licensed dealer and certified court builder for Sport Court since 1991. And they manufacture a outdoor suspended surface. You know, they've always taken care of our athletes on the indoor side with the suspended wood floors. Right. Uh, Sport Court manufactures an outdoor suspended surface. How do you do that? And it's basically a it's an it's interlocking surface. They come in individual tiles that snap together, and uh, it suspends the kids and athletes off of the hard concrete. 
And so you have, you have, you're, you're suspended a half inch to three quarters of an inch off of that hard concrete. So you constantly have air flowing underneath your feet. Uh, it drains water when it rains and, uh, it's just a very safe surface. Is it portable? I mean, can you, with, I guess, some degree of difficulty, but it sounds like something you could move. It is semi-portable. Uh, typically in a backyard, they're designed to, once they're installed, not to pick up again. Uh, but we have gone back for, we just recently went back last week to McKinney, Texas, and a family was having a wedding in their backyard. And we, uh, they, we just picked up the court, stacked it on pallets out of the way, and they had their wedding reception. And then one day this week, we'll go back and snap it back in for them. Huh. So how long does it take you to put a, put in a court? The fastest we've ever done is one day. Um, it was one, one of the uh, renovate my home shows mm-hmm. in Dallas. And we poured the concrete at seven in the morning and we snapped the court in at one or two in the afternoon. And we had everything installed by that evening. So what does a court cost? Have you, can you just buy, I guess you buy one pickleball court. Yeah, they've been running between thirty to thirty-five thousand to forty thousand uh, dollars, and typically that's turnkey uh, with your concrete, your surfacing, uh, some ball containment fencing on each end, your pickleball nets and posts, and maybe even a LED light for night play. Wow! So you've been like I say, you've been doing this for a long time. I know you were building. Were you building basketball courts with Nancy Lieberman for a long time? Yes, I met Nancy through the Texas Legends about 13 years ago and uh, met her at her home, and she wanted to start a program uh, called Dream Courts. And so we built her first Dream Court in Frisco, Texas, 13 years ago. And her vision, her goal was to, to build these all over the country. And to date, she's right at 136 Dream Courts nationwide. And locally in DFW, we've built about 55 of those. Uh, And basically, it's uh, a basketball court that's been neglected, that needed to be refurbished. And we go in and completely overhaul it. New hoops, the sport court surfacing, logos, game lines. And and then after that, it's, you know, the ribbon cutting uh, at the local venue. So, so what's the biggest part of your business? Is it pickleball now or is it still back to basketball? And, and I guess tennis courts too are still hot. Yeah, we're still building a few tennis courts. Uh, by far, the, the backyard and commercial pickleball court industry is growing like crazy. I know that um, some of our materials that we buy, we're having to buy in bulk now because of the risk of, of uh, them not having them in stock. Yeah. So, uh, like your pickleball nets, your pickleball post, um, but, uh, you know, I, it's, it, it, the, the thing about building a backyard pickleball court is it, is it, we're still building to be multi-purpose. Uh, the families, you're going to spend that much money. Might as well go ahead and put up a hoop. Might as well put up a net for volleyball and, and badminton, uh, with the sport court surface, you can rollerblade on it. You can play roller hockey, soccer, baseball, football practice, a myriad of activities right in your own backyard. Be fun to be a kid again and be able to do all. <laughs> so you, you you do the markings for everything or, or 
can you change the markings? Once the markings are down, they're pretty permanent. Uh, like your three-point lines, your pickleball lines are all painted. and uh, So you can have overlap, we, overlapping lines on the same court. Yeah, yeah. We even do shuffleboard, hopscotch, four square, um, depending on the sport or the age of the of the kids. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. So you have some visibility. Is this is this a fad or is this going to be around for a while? Do you think pickleball? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been around. I was around in the '90s when roller hockey was huge. Um, we. We basically, out of, I think there was probably half a dozen roller hockey facilities in North Texas. We did all of them, but one. And roller hockey was supposed to be the next big sport. You know, we had Roller Hockey International. Right. Uh, and, and I don't know, probably in the late 90s, early 2000s, that kind of faded away. Um, and then the next sport that came along was called futsal, which is a, a small soccer type game. It was all foot finesse no slide tackling, everything was played below the waist. And, um, we actually worked with, uh, Donnie Nelson who, uh, did a futsal, uh, pro, uh, promotion at the, uh, Dallas stars, uh, ice arena there in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think futsal still around, but it's not as hot as it was back in the day. The game of pickleball is not going anywhere. It, it's going to stay. It's going to grow. Um, and everybody's playing it right now. I think originally pickleball was designed for your 50, 55 and over. Yeah. And that, that's uh, exactly who, who introduced me to it was somebody like that. I said, well, you know, it's not as though kids were ever going to play this, but they are right. They are now. And, uh, I think one of the largest tournaments in the country is going to happen in about a week in Dallas. Um, and you're going to find all ages. It's gets, it's getting very competitive. Um, and who knows, it may be in the Olympics someday. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the uh, tournament is, I think I saw it's in Brookhaven, but, uh, and I, and I've seen that all the country clubs are putting, putting these things in too. Well, look, it, it sounds like you've got job security for a long time, probably for you and your kids, I would think. Yes. I, you know, you being this, being in the business for 30 something years and, you know, COVID started hitting around the idea of maybe retirement and things of that nature. And then when pickleball came exploding, like it has, uh, I'll be in this for at least next 10 years or so. It sounds like it's a good time to be in it. Mark Cundysacks, the president owner and founder of next court. It's good to spend some time with you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, David. And I really enjoyed this. Thanks for more of a conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. David Johnson, news radio, 1080 KRLD.